Welcome, guys. Welcome to another GWC show. It's so great to see you all here. So crowded already. Guys, welcome. Tonight, we will talk about a very sensitive topic, experiences as lady streamers and more important experience as female gamers. Um, this topic is super sensitive, uh, especially for me, yes, because I'm a female gamer. So um, there, were, there were situations where I was confronted with toxicity. And I think it's time that we talk about this and try to find a way to talk in a good way about this. So what, what I mean by this is this week was really like tough for me. I thought a lot about like, you know, if you if you go too strongly into the blaming, you know, nobody will hear you. And uh, if, if you try to debate, you know, you're too emotional, you're a feminist. And when you try to be constructive, it has to end up in a very strong, emotional, uh, uh, strongly reasonable way. So how can we contribute something that hasn't been said like a hundred times before, guys? How can we, how can we find um, a common ground? So I think before we start, um, we should understand that toxicity in video games falls into, let's say, four main categories. Trash talking, griefing, stereotype and identity, and uh, sexual harassment and other um, forms of discrimination. So I think all I can hope for tonight um, is that we can show the other side and find a way to be constructive with you guys here in the chat. I hope you bring up questions and ideas actually. Um, so we can maybe have some ideas for building a better gaming society for all of us. That's it, guys. I think uh, I think you all know what we are talking about now. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this was pretty much on point. Ladies, welcome. Welcome to the show. Gabby Tron is here. Scribble Ninja is here. Lady Carol from Greece. Uh, guys, can you do me a favor quick and introduce yourselves uh, for the chat? Maybe we start with you, Gabby, and then go down with Scribble and Lady Carol. Can you sure. give us a little intro? Hi everyone, my name is Gabby. Uh, I go by Gabitron. All my accounts are Gabitron5000. I am a Twitch streamer. Uh, I've been on a break, but I'm back. So, and I'm super excited to be here. <laughs> Great to have you, Scribble. Hey guys, I am Scribble Ninja. I have been broadcasting for 13 years now. Um, gosh, I don't even know what to say. Um, I have no clue. I'm out of thoughts right now. <laughs> like, I'm just like thinking about the video we just watched and how spot on that is. All right. Well, yeah, no problem. I was having can... slight PTSD from that. I'm like, <laughs> well, we can jump right into that if you want to. Uh, Lady Keros, just give me a little heads up who you are. Yeah, hi, everyone. I'm Anna. People just call me Lady Kerberos or Kerberos, whatever you like. Um, I've been streaming for about almost a year, and I'm a Battlefield fan, and that's it. That, that's it guys that's it you're, you're not selling yourself that's very interesting um, um yeah no i don't want to sell myself like i love gaming that's me i love battlefield i'm a battlefield lover um, other than that i'm a chef but due to covid i haven't been working for a month so i mean for a year sorry so since i haven't been working i just got more into gaming so mm -hmm. yeah um if, if i go back to this clip ladies um 
the, the first thing I thought like is, don't you have the thinking sometimes when you join a game, you know, just want to relax, just imagine the situation. You get on, you just want to play your game, you know, and you join a random squad because nobody of your friends is on and then this happens. And the first thing which comes into my mind is like, why can't I just leave my mic on and play a game? Right? So yeah. True. It's like you, you come in with a good attitude, like, I'm just going to play a game, you know, already do some teamwork, going to do the thing. And then that happens and you just, you, it kills your vibe for the rest of the day if you let it. But, you know, you just have to ignore it. That's what everyone always tells us. You just got to ignore it. You just got to turn it all off, turn off the mic, turn off the, the text chat. And it's like, well, maybe I just want to play a game without having to take all these precautions. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or you get the like opposite end of the spectrum where they're, ridiculously nice and mm -hmm. they're like no like i don't need special treatment let me play the game <laughs> yeah. i'm just like you mm -hmm. exactly well you, uh, yeah please go ahead um i in the beginning i had a lot of hate when i first started streaming like i had people like come in my chat like oh um you should be in the kitchen like the video that we watched Mm -hmm. and go cook something or or whatever or you're a noob or there's so many things that people would come in and say and it mm -hmm. was really hard to build a community in the beginning because i was a female but i ignored it and i acted kind of like a male but as a female and trying to grow a really good community that was like what i did for myself mm -hmm. um do you have any thoughts of, um, or, or can you give me like examples, like experience and point of toxicity against you guys as a girl gamer? I mean, for me personally, it was a lot like exactly what happened in the clips where you're just trying to play and then they're doing that. And you're not even saying anything, just the fact that you have a female sounding name. And like, that's happened before where I've said nothing all match, but I'm still in like the, the, the chat and everything. And then they just are like, hey, hey, Gabby, hey, Gabby, hey, Gabby. And then I'm just like, are you 12? Like, I'm just trying to play a game. So like, that's, that's what happens more often is stuff like that. Like some crazier stuff has happened, but only like, you know, a smaller amount of times, but that feels like it's more of a constant thing. If, like I said, if you don't mute the mic, if you don't leave chat, if you don't interact, then obviously it's not going to happen. But to me, literally what happened in her clip is what happened a lot Watch. in Overwatch. Part of the reason why I stopped playing Overwatch, you know, so mm -hmm. unfortunate. Well, what about you guys? Do you have any specific experiences you would like to share? Like what Ooh. happened in your chats or in general? I've <clears throat> had quite a few because <laughs> I've been broadcasting for so long. Um, Man, I've heard everything from like the whole get in the kitchen thing to just really ridiculous things about like, oh, what do you look like? You should send me nudes. You should send me this. Oh, you're a girl, so you have to do this. And it's like, <laughs> no, I really don't. And that's why I'm so thankful now that we have such a like a great community going because then I don't have to worry about needing to play with randoms half the time because I could always find at least one person on. So I'm not in game chat. I have one other person to at least talk to in game with, so I don't have to hear the toxic comments as much. Um, but it is frustrating not being able to just go in and be treated like half the other guys that game, or you know, they just hop in and they start communicating. They're like, "Hey, somebody's over in this area, or whatever." Depending on what game you're playing, they they just respond. They're like, "Okay, I got it, whatever." 
But when you're a girl and you say that, it just automatically starts that whole entire toxic conversation of, are you a girl? It's like, no. okay, it's going to be like that today. But um, the worst one I've had would be back in 2000. I think it was like 2009, actually. This guy, I was quiet the whole entire game. And they were just kind of like arguing with each other. And it was getting really distracting. So we were playing uh, Search and Destroy. And in that game, you have to be kind of quiet or have really good communication with your teammates so you can, you know, kill mm -hmm. the other squad. Well, there's been so many times where I've been quiet and just listening. And then as soon as I say, hey, there's somebody in this area or whatever, it starts like this guy. Sorry, it like irritates me now even thinking about it went off on me and he was like oh you're probably fat and you're dumb and you should be in the kitchen and girls don't belong on video games you guys shouldn't be in school and just like started grilling into me and with about all these stupid negative stereotypes and all this other stuff that like younger guys think is funny but it's not um Quick question me in between. every name in the book this was he didn't see you it was just a game and he could hear you right right and it was a young person you said yes okay you could tell he was like maybe 14 15 16 around that age mm -hmm. um and just going off like calling me everything every slur i could ever think of for a girl and then i eventually just muted everybody <laughs> i was like happy because i was like okay i got shot in the back oh well they probably told me something i don't care because yeah. <laughs> i don't have this constant negative gabbing in the background mm -hmm. about who they think I am um but it's just it's so frustrating like I can't even say half the things that he told me that day I think that was the worst time I ever had and then they proceeded to follow me around because at that time if you even if you weren't friends with somebody on Xbox or PlayStation they could follow you around they could join your lobbies as long as they you were in their recently played list like you, they could just join right in wow. so even though i blocked them they were still able to follow me so they just continued to follow me and try to harass me and then they got on a different account tried to do it that way and it's like really like am i really worth that much energy for you to go around and be that negative that's interesting um, how much energy people can put into toxicity like that i mean at the end they put it on themselves right like um, this is this is one side of the story, but on the other hand, I think um, what happens to you as a game, as a female gamer, there is also very important. Like, I mean, there's clearly no level of empathy going on, right? You know, I mean, you can't have any empathy for them, obviously, and and they can't have any empathy for you. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. Like, just imagine this: um, you play, you're streaming, right? Um, and you're having, you maybe, let's say, playing something like Rainbow Six Siege or Call of Duty, where you either really have a good game or you have a bad game. There's nothing in between, really, right? So if you play Battlefield a whole round, there, there, that happens so much. But if you play like in a Battle Royale, there's not, not much in between, like really good and bad. So let's, let's say you have a bad round, and then you have a troll in your chat, and he's calling you out for being a bad gamer, and maybe makes a connection with you being female and being a bad gamer. So what happens to you inside, guys? Tell me. Um, you to feel tell pressure? you the truth, now, nothing. You're like, unfuckwithable, that's great. 
it's like going over my head right now because I really don't care if you disapprove of me, I could say, or you have a problem of me playing this game because I don't care what you're going to say. I'm going to keep playing. So mm -hmm. I don't. I don't let those kind of emotions get to me anymore. I just laugh it off. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. And most of the time, like when I when I play Battlefield, like Battlefield is a little bit more easier not to be around the more toxic stuff. Like you scribbles, like um and you, Gabby, having to do Overwatch and like um Rainbow Six, which is like more community commute to communication between your teammates and you have to have that open mic. Mm -hmm. in battlefield you don't really have to have an open mic people don't know if you are a male gamer or a female gamer but if they find you on twitch and you're like oh my god you're that person like i was in there then they could start if they wanted to but mm -hmm. it's some there's some games that are not so toxic as some other games i would say but yeah That's i just true. don't let it get to me anymore it's not worth it yeah. Did That's you let it get to you on some point and when did it stop? I would say, I, I would like to know, okay, Rose. Uh, in the beginning, when I first started streaming, it would get to me. It did hurt me because I was new to the whole streaming um, thing and people starting to get to know me. Mm -hmm. So when someone was really offended, because when you're not live streaming and you're just playing a game, you're behind a screen, you don't, you don't know what the other person is. Mm -hmm. um, it would get to me, yeah. But I would like tell myself like, no, don't let them get to you because you're better than them. Not in game, but like as a person. So just build your community and just play the game that you love and that's it. Mm -hmm. That's that's interesting. I was just thinking about like what I feel sometimes, even though you know you you think you're unfucked with the bone, you don't want to let it get to you. I feel like if um if I have a bad day, you know, and Let's just say my capability of being unfuckable is very low. And the stuff is getting to me, even though if I wanted to or not, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and most of the time I play even worse than, than before, just because my head is not in the game anymore, you know? True. And, and if I play good, I also think about this person. I think like, you see, you know, I can play good as well, even though I shouldn't give a fuck about that. Sorry, yeah. I said it again. <laughs> So, but, but I'm just thinking like, it's affecting our mental health, you know, whatever people are doing consciously, you know, mindful or not, it's affecting our mental health, you know, and that's, um, that's very sad. I just, I just think it would be nice if we could find a way um, to do something about it. So th this is a question, actually, what do you think, especially because um, I saw like Chris was mentioning here is 15 year old daughters watching. Damn, I'm sorry, Chris, for my for my bad words here. <laughs> um, I was thinking like, can we do something actually to support young girls, young girls who's starting streaming, young girls who's starting gaming, like what kind of support should they actually have and from who um, to, well, not be trapped in these situations without any help? I've been thinking about that because um, 
we're, I mean, we've been gaming for years, so we're used to it. Like we're used to the toxicity, like lady said, like it's, it's most of us, we just let it roll off our shoulders at this point because we've learned that, you know, you, you let it get to you, you're going gonna to have a bad day. Just, you know, mute it and, and move on. But I do think a lot about like these girls that are barely starting to get into gaming or streaming or doing anything like this, you know, and, and getting hit with all this stuff for the first time. And I think just hopefully that they find resources that tell them like, hey, you're just going to have to put your foot down and, and let your community or whatever you're starting out, let them know that that's not behavior that flies with you. So you're not going to tolerate any of that kind of troll. Because um, I, I did used to be a little bit toxic when I started out streaming because I like trolling in games. I'm, I'm, you know, but that's not a community that I want to foster. That's not an environment that I want to be in. That's not what I want to be known for. So it's like, you got to, you got to learn what you allow and what you don't allow. And yeah, I kind of wish like when I was starting out that someone kind of told me that. like it makes sense now, but you know, for like these younger girls that are starting out that are not used to getting yelled at by a bunch of random dudes in the game that you're just trying to enjoy. Like, yeah, I wish there was more of like a resources, I guess, or maybe because you got to look for all this stuff too. It's like, you can't just change it overnight. You just have to put something out there and hopefully they find it and it, it helps them out because... Yeah, it's not mm -hmm. easy. It takes takes a couple years for you to get over it to, to the point where it just doesn't bother you anymore. Yeah, I have to agree. I think like my first probably three or four years of broadcasting were the most difficult because you do get so much toxicity. And it's not just from like people coming into your chat who are just purposely trying to get at you, like the trolls, but it's also the people like in the multiplayer games who are talking trash as well and it's like when you're a gamer and specifically maybe you don't have a huge support system it's extremely hard to deal with so then you went from enjoying your day on the stream and playing games to becoming so irritated and aggravated from like the non-stop poking and negativity that's coming your way that you end up kind of dishing it back unintentionally mm -hmm. and then you'll go back and you'll watch your broadcast and you're like oh my god Mm -hmm. I was so toxic. Maybe I should have taken a minute. Like maybe I should have just like said, be right back and like walked away for a few minutes <laughs> and just like took a breather. But you don't think about that. No. And especially when you're a new broadcaster, it's so overwhelming. Like everything is just so new. Like I was so toxic. I used to like you talk back to the people in the, the multiplayer chats and like they'd call me a name. I start calling them names too. And then they just like didn't know what to do though. Because mm -hmm. girls usually don't say anything back. So yeah. when you actually do and you say something just as toxic as they did, they're like, uh, uh, and then they try to befriend you because they're like, oh, okay, what do mm -hmm. I do now? Like, I'm not actually getting like the negative response that I want. What do I do? So then they try to be like, oh, what's your, your handle and what's this? And you're just like, nah, like you already, I don't want you around my community. Go away. <laughs> I'm not going to talk to you, but. So what's the yeah. recipe here, guys? Is it the recipe like don't give them Battlefield to play on basically? You know, how do, how do you handle these situations? Like just, just mute them, just ignore them, answer with love. It depends on each situation, I think. Each situation, yeah. each person is different. Like yep. some people, you could ignore them and they'll just shut up on their own. And then mm -hmm. there's those people who just keep going and then you have to say something. 
Um, and sometimes they'll be quiet, but then other times they just keep going. It gets worse. So you have to mute them and move on. But Yeah, the kindness one surprisingly has worked for me once or twice. I remember I posted a, a video of this kill streak and some guy was like, whatever, you suck. And I'm like, hey, thanks for taking the time out of your day to comment on my video. And he's like, oh, hey, yeah, you're welcome. Like, he was so nice after that. And I'm like, why? Like, you could have just said like, cool video and that's it. But no, he had to go out of his way to do something negative. And I'm like, you know what? Thanks for taking the time out of your day to do that. And they're like, oh yeah, you're you're awesome. You're great, you're welcome. And I'm like, why? What's So yeah, it's, it's so weird sometimes how it's like, I don't have the energy to be mean right now. It's just, you know what? Thanks guy. He was like, you're welcome. And I'm like, <laughs> I tested that as well, actually. Do you have okay. any experience with that, Lady Kevers? Um, My experience is not as bad as the the two ladies here, but um, I tend to be more low-key in-game. I will not state that I'm a female, I'm a gamer, female gamer, anything like that. Um, so people behind screen think I'm a male. Mm -hmm. So I'm treated like a gamer because they don't know what's behind behind um, the screen. But if they find out that it's me and they come in my chat, then that's fine. And they can respect mm -hmm. me as mm -hmm. a gamer, not me putting like putting myself like selling myself as a female gamer. I'm I just want to be a gamer. Mm -hmm. Is your is a female. Um, is your gaming handle like female sounding at all or is it kind of like ambiguous? Like Lady Keros, it's pretty female, right? Well, in Twitch, it's Lady Keros, but in game, it's not Lady Keros. Ah, it's not. Keros, yeah. Ah, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, wait. Yeah. Well, yeah. well then, they, then it's not that obvious, I think. Yeah. No. Sometimes yeah. if I, like, speak in the voice, in the VoIP section in the battlefield, and I'm like, oh, guys, right here, can I get a revive? And they're like, oh, my God, a woman? <laughs> yep. It's like they never heard a female voice before, you know, like, Females do play yeah. video games. I say that all the time. That's yeah, very that's, interesting. Oh, sorry. That's the magic. No, I'm just gonna say that's the magic of, of being able to name yourself, you know, whatever, and then you can pretend to to you know be a dude or, or be a kid or whatever. Because I've had that happen before too. They're like, "Are you a child?" And I'm like, "Yes, I am a child. Sure. Be nice to me." And they're great. They don't. Yep. They're they're nice. <laughs> when I first started streaming, and I I didn't have a webcam. I just had my um, headphone microphone, and people would come in and were like, "Are you like a twelve year old boy?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, is my voice like sound like a twelve year old boy?" Like I yeah. I was so offended. <laughs> I've had that happen to me quite a few times, and it's always so funny. And then you go back after your stream, and you're like, "Does my voice really sound that yeah. like?" little and yeah. you get so self-conscious yeah. that's interesting yeah i'm i got this this question actually a few times as well like are you a boy or are you a girl because i couldn't tell and they were so curious and i was many times i was about to say yeah i'm a boy and i'm just a kid but i didn't do it i think ah it's interesting hey uh chris john smith uh, smith said it again like jess is quite fortunate that she plays with me and my friends at the moment so she she's shielded um somewhat to the toxicity um as they just treat her like anyone else so he's basically watching um if there are messages coming in i just try to shorten it a little bit my question is that his daughter is 15 years old right so he's trying to protect her from any toxicity coming 
coming to her. And I think that's, that's pretty wise, actually, not leave her alone with that. Um, but so many kids actually are alone with that, you know? And we say today, like, I don't know how it is in your countries, but in Germany, it's like this, that we say like in schools, there's not a much education, not much education about online, you know, social behavior. And this is part of online social behavior, I think, right? Um, so school can't cover that. I think parents have, have kind of the responsibility to educate their kids, but it feels like even, even they are most of the time overwhelmed and don't know what to do about it, really. So what, what can we do about it? Can we, can we help in gaming communities, maybe? Like, are there any instruments? Like, if you look at gaming communities, yeah? Uh, look into platoons. Every platoon has the section in the Discord rules, right? So don't be toxic, you know, don't be discriminating whatsoever, whatsoever. So everyone knows that. Everyone, maybe some people read that actually. Um, but of course, there are always thoughts coming into the server and not behaving like they should. So what happens? They maybe get muted, uh, they get bad, right? There will be no discussion about it most of the time. It's just, you know, you didn't behave the way you should, so leave. How about we see it as an opportunity? How, how about we see it as an opportunity as community leaders to get into a conversation and try to change these mindsets one by one? What do you think about that? What's the um, chat question for you guys? For, for me, like I wanna say, first of all, it, it, everything has to do with parenting at home. So the way you raise your child and how to be respectful towards females or males. I will say everything. It's the first point for me. So if someone's disrespectful and has self-esteem issues, it's totally a thing through their home, but they it's just a lot easier to put it through IRL because you're behind the screen and you don't care about hurting someone's feeling. So, but 100% is how everything is at home. And sometimes I feel like you can't really do, like you can try to help someone out and you can talk with them. But at the most part, if they're really that damn down with like the self-esteem and they have like their own issues, you can't really help them out. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to like help yourself out first before you can reach to others to get help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I um, actually had a, a younger kid come into our community and he used to be really negative when he'd come in. <clears throat> and then one day I asked him, I was like, dude, what's going on? Like, why are you so negative? You come in here, you seem like you like the channel, but then you just give like the rudest comments to people or you say mean things to me. Like, I just, I don't understand what's going on. And they didn't say anything in my chat for a while. And then they just responded, I sent you a private message. And this young kid was struggling at home because he was being ignored by his parents. And all he ever heard was negativity. And so he would come into my chat and because I didn't respond negatively, it for some reason gave him like, a, I don't know how to explain it. Like it was like his outlet mm -hmm. of dealing with what was going on at home. And I ended up helping him find some resources um, to talk to on how to talk to his parents about getting therapy for himself so that he'd have a healthier way to deal with what was going on at home mm -hmm. without his parents knowing because I mean when you have 
the kid in therapy, their parents typically aren't allowed to know what they're talking about, especially if the child doesn't want the parents to know what's going on. Um, just help him deal with that negativity. And now he comes in there, he's a lot happier. He's always happy. And sometimes it's just people are being negative because they need, like they don't know how to talk to somebody or say, I need help. Like that's, that's their call out for help. And it's hard because I agree with you ladies. Sometimes it is very hard to help people, especially if you're going through a lot Yep. because it adds a little more stress. But I'm one of those people who always puts myself kind of like on the back burner and I'll like reach out and try to help somebody as much as I can. I tell them like, you know, I'm not a professional, but this is what's going on. Let's try to get you help or something. Um, mm -hmm. But it's extremely hard to deal with because you just don't know if this person is just actually actually toxic or something's going on and they're just letting it out on you. Yeah. Gabby, you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, well, I was actually, I was looking at chat and somebody, Cylon mentioned something about how society's changed a lot, but school hasn't really changed about what's taught. And so it's like social education, domestic education, sexual education. Like, yeah, there's, you know, there's only so much we can do, you know, like in reaching out to someone, but they, they want, they need to be able to accept that help. Right. So that's why you have to make that change in yourself first to say, yeah, I need to, I need to go talk to somebody about this. How do I do it? So mm -hmm. there's always that, like, you know, that barrier before we actually get to do something. Plus also the fact that people online think that the internet exists with well, not everyone online, obviously, but a lot of people think that internet just exists so that you can be as toxic as you want and get away with it. That's yeah. like that weird mentality. They're like, well, you're on the internet. You, you better have thick skin. You better be able to take it. And it's like, no, like you choose to be this way on the internet. The internet is just the internet. The internet was made for the military. The internet wasn't made so you can, you know, call people names on it. So it's like, it's it's how we're using the tools. And, and it's unfortunate that's like kind of ingrained in our heads already or a lot of people's heads. So that's what the internet's for. So yeah, there's like a lot of, of change that needs to happen at home and school and just in like society in general for, for any of this to actually like start changing, unfortunately. Exactly. I have an example. I had um, a a sixth grader come in my chat um at first he was very nice and i'm like how did you make an account like how do you like a sixth grader being on twitch which twitch is like the it has everything i'm just gonna leave it at that okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and i'm like okay all right well you can chill here you know we're we're a, a chill non-toxic um community it's all right you know but he started being very disrespectful to me and to my chat um and I asked him many times like to stop doing what he was doing and so forth and so on which led to a ban and before I banned him I told him I'm sorry but I'm not your mom mm -hmm. even if that sounds like toxic but you cannot help everyone like you can't it's like draining it's draining your 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 energy to help every single person and when you ask nicely and you try to talk with him for many days and he just doesn't understand I'm just drawing the line and it's like no no thank you well that's a your mother. I think I think that's a difference between you being just a streamer um and and having a community where you actually well tend to know each single person you get in before you get them in, right? 
So if yeah. you have a community on Discord, for example, uh, these are people you sh used to play together with. So you have to have a common ground of how to behave um, also with, you know, and, and deal with each other. Um, so like Everjing Storm, for example, said she left uh, comp and battlefield because of toxicity. And um, I mean, I, I tried to build once a competitive um, team for Battlefield 5. So I, I know a little bit about what she's talking about. Um, like it's it's very hard to, well, it sounds weird, but to get the respect from male gamers yeah. when you try to be in a competitive scene or just to be, you know, or just to be like a, let's say for you, for example, Gabby, to be an EA game changer, you know? Um, um, I think we all have, have uh, lived through these moments where we are in our own field and felt thus, you are not worth it. Um, so this is one thing. So that's why I was thinking about if we have a, a community, a platoon of how many people there are, can we help to, to build something up also with young gamers? Because for example, in my community, um, here and there we got um, young gamers who applied for the platoon. And at the beginning we said 18 plus only. And then we had this kid, he was like 15, 16. And I really liked him and I wanted to him. The only thing was he was talking a lot, you know? Young people do that sometimes. <laughs> but, but I really thought like, why not, you know, I mean, if we get young people in, you know, we also help them to see what is community about? How do you behave? How do you play with each other? How is quad work doing, you know? I mean, they have to start somewhere. Why not building them up over the years? Like a role um, model. Like a role model, but they refused yeah. to do it because they didn't, didn't want to play with kids. I mean, many of my guys were actually my age, so, and I, I had to accept it. But I, but I thought like after that, like, um, I think this is kind of the responsibility because we can't, we can't put these young kids into a corner like, you know, come back when you're 18 and then behave, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think we should be mom and daddy, but I think we can at least give them a chance to see this is a structure where you can run with us um, and you, you can get your chance, you know? Um, so let me, let me what, what are you saying, Caesar here, Missy? I go through the same with my own client. Yeah, I believe that every, every client is going through that because we all have our age restrictions in there. And I, I get it, it makes sense. But on the other hand, I mean, if we want to change something, uh, we, we have to start with the kids as well, you know, at some point. Um, yeah, I don't sometimes know if though, I missed so many messages here. I'm, I, I'm, sometimes I'm there's a, like um, even 30 and 40 year olds that are very toxic. Like sometimes each doesn't okay. matter. Absolutely, absolutely. Turning boards down to no discipline or respect. Like one up to action mature, yeah. Definitely. Um, let me let me bring a question again to you guys. Um, what are your feelings towards something completely different? What are your feelings uh, towards the in-game mechanics for reducing toxicity, and do they perceive that more could be done? Like when I when I when you look into the games we are playing. Do you think they're, well, um, like EA or Ubisoft, whoever, you know, is building these games, they should change specific things to, to do something against toxicity? Um, I definitely think there's a lot more that these gaming companies can do to help tar um, kind of battle 
the whole toxicity thing. For one, have a better filter on usernames. <laughs> I've seen so many toxic usernames, especially with like Activision, like EA and stuff. It's horrible. Like half the things people get away with, like I'll be gaming with someone I'm like, oh, this person's a really good gamer. As soon as I see their gamer tag, I'm like, never mind. Like, I'm not going to add this person. I'm not going to talk to them. I'm not going to say anything. Because based on that username, I, you know, I can't move forward from it. And then on top of that, if you report someone for being toxic on a video game, they should do something about it instead of waiting, like, till five, ten strikes later when a bunch of people have reported this person or being toxic, saying rude things, whatever. Like they have so much that they can do. And if these people keep making numerous accounts, they could literally ban the console and there's nothing they can do about it. It's harder with PC, so much harder because anybody who knows how to do anything with a computer, I mean, you can change your IP address as many times as you want. Mm. Um, but people who are on more specifically console, they should be able to permanently ban them from being able to game with other people at that point. It's like, okay, like we're gonna take a stand against toxicity and online bullying and like cyberbullying and everything by ensuring we don't have toxic usernames by using symbols, whatever they wanna use. And on top of that, paying attention to why these people are being reported in the first place and not just giving them a 24 hour ban for saying a slur it's like they've done this numerous times just get rid of them they are too toxic to be in the gaming community or understand why they're being toxic just get rid of it hmm. at that point question in between if somebody bans you on ps4 they can just make another account right um no well, wouldn't you have to pay for another uh playstation network account as well to get online i i'm not sure they... i don't know i never got banned <laughs> if you get banned on console, they actually ban the IP address that's associated with that console. So it doesn't matter if you make another account, that console cannot get online. It's basically bricked. And if you, you get a VPN, anything. if you get a VPN, um, that's a different story. If you can change <laughs> your stuff so you're not identified, but most people are identified to their Xbox or their PlayStation through their username. Mm -hmm. So they can just take your username and say, oh, you registered to this Xbox, so we're just going to ban this Xbox. So then they can't do anything about it at all. Because when mm -hmm. you register your product, you're registering the, IM, the I, what is it called? IM, IMEI, right, on the back? Mm -hmm. But automatically does it for mm -hmm. you these days. You don't have to actually type it in yourself. But, I mean, they know. I'm exactly just saying, like, for, for, I mean, just, just uh, looking at the, all, all the hackers right now in Call of Duty, and they ban so many people, you know, and they will just yeah. make new accounts. So, um, yeah, the majority of those people typically are on PC and have modded their consoles so mm -hmm. that they can use a lot of Missing like PC no type hacks. So yeah. they get they yeah. figure their way around it. So it's like at that point, how the heck are we going to permanently ban these people that know how to change their IP address and do all this stuff? Mm -hmm. It makes it extremely difficult. What what they can do is go directly to the company or the person who is creating those hacks and sue them and that will make people fear a little bit more because the companies that they're getting these hacks from are getting sued mm -hmm. so people who continue to do it are going to do it less and less because they don't want to be caught they don't want to have federal charges or anything like that against them i know for me i would if i was that type of person i would hate to be found and then be sued by like microsoft or something 
for millions of dollars because it's not going to be something small. It's going to be millions of dollars. It's not, <laughs> you're ruining an entire gaming platform for your own benefit. Just so mm -hmm. that you can look good on a video game. It's like, I would hate mm -hmm. that. And more punishment, harsher punishment is going to be ultimately what makes people stop doing these things. It's never going to go away, but you're going to have no. less. <laughs> I was just, I was just thinking about like getting getting a court order for social work for two weeks till you get your PlayStation account back. <laughs> Doing something productive in the timer. So, oh, that's weird. But are there for me, you, Gabby and uh, Lady Carlos? Are there any other uh, in-game mechanics you think which would you reduce toxicity? Um, so not exactly game mechanics, but okay. So I I I'm an EA game changer. Um, and for I don't like to fill out the title, you know, whatever. But for people who don't know, it's um, I EA. Whenever there's a game coming out or a new DLC or something, sometimes if you're part of that like game group, they'll send you a code. You can try it out. You can do like first looks and stuff like that. You can also go to capture events. Um, there was a subsection that a couple of game changers did called the the Healthy Play uh, Summit, building healthy communities, mm -hmm. which was dedicated completely to you know tackling all this toxicity and bullying and a lot of things that we face as gamers. And that, um, so one of the things EA, um, you know, they said that first we just, we were, a, we just made games, we were a publisher, but now we're an actual like live service and platform. So they're doing more to um, kind of craft that space of this online platform where you can game. So even though right now, maybe some of the games are kind of hard to report in like Battlefield, it's such a pain to report people in Battlefield. Um, yeah. They're actually making like a more of a, an effort to like embed those like reporting options and those filtering options. So for um, I can't say for sure 100%, but I know that for some of their games moving forward, like that's part of their their base that they're going to be building the games on is making stuff easier to report. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know 100%. If you guys want to look it up, um, they're called the Building Healthy Communities and Healthy Play. Yes, definitely. Uh, whatever is out there is is mm -hmm. public that I don't that I guess I'm allowed to talk about. I don't know what I am or can't say too much about it. But yeah, so EA Healthy Play and, and Building Healthy Communities is uh, something they've been working on for for a while now. So so EA for sure is at least trying to tackle all that and making like actual concrete moves to do that. So um, I'm gonna, that's part of why I'm looking forward to Battlefield 6, obviously because it's a new Battlefield, but also just to see how they've implemented all of the stuff that they've been working on to to make. Um... Wait, I think that was the wrong link. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not the website, but it's just like EA building healthy communities, so. <laughs> Um, but yeah, funny. so like I said, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to games coming out by EA in the next couple of years to see how they've acted on that. So we hope yeah. so. They kind of tried in Battlefield Five though, because I know like a lot of people were being very toxic and racist and everything, and people would report them. They would get like a week um, suspension or a month ban, and then they'd get back on the game and do the same thing again because they know that nothing's gonna happen they'll just get a, like a slap in the hand all the time and that's it so they really need to ban people for being racist toxic and so forth yeah, and so on and for true. being hackers and being an actual ban so maybe that's a lesson learned rather than just having a week or two week or a month um mm -hmm. suspension mm -hmm. ignore my links guys in the chat i'm uh, unable to find the english link somehow it doesn't show me that's in German, but there should, yeah, there should be a German link as uh, an English link as well. That's interesting. I would definitely look it up, uh, Gabby. I'm super interested in that. 
Um, <clears throat> what? Uh, how, yeah. I was going to say, uh, in response to Caesar Ghost, um, his they were saying it would it would also help if clan founders had strict rules, especially for members being toxic and trolling. Um, yeah, I can agree with that. As you know, a community leader myself, we do not allow toxicity. We don't care what it is. If you bring up something toxic, we'll talk to you about it first mm -hmm. and tell you why it's wrong and have a discussion about it in private. But if they continue to do it, they are gone. Like, yeah. no, that's yeah. a big no, no. Um, but I think that if more communities probably did do that, because I know there's a lot of streamers who are famous because they're toxic. Um, that's just their, I guess, persona that they want to convey while they're streaming. I think if we had a little bit less of that, um, if that wasn't as popular, or if they just said, you know, this is a persona, it's not a real thing. Um, you shouldn't go around treating people like this in real life it would make a huge difference because a lot of kids they're just so easily manipulated or impressionable they're gonna think that's okay they're gonna turn around and see like another broadcaster who's known for their negativity and they it's like a comedy thing for them but a kid sees it and they think they're serious and they're gonna turn around and be that toxic to people normally because they think it's funny and it's like hold up there's a difference between real life and you know, being entertaining and content creation. And if that line isn't clearly stated, I think that's what's creating a lot of negativity for younger gamers too. You know what, uh, Caesar? Caesar, listen, I think, you know what we could do? And I think Gamers Wiki would like to help with that. Um, I would like to call in like the next two weeks, I will send you guys a DM. I would like to call in like a meeting between community leaders. And maybe we could make a draft for to help to help other communities how to handle with toxic situations, because I think very very often, like I said, I, I think communities have these rules like you shouldn't behave like this or that, but at the very end, um, the leaders we put in place they don't know how to handle these situations, and then it ends up in this, in, in endless discussions and then in bans and nothing is gained from it. So maybe we can, uh, let, let's have a talk about that. Um, I, will, I will send you guys DMs and then we can see if we can get other leaders in there. I think this is something we could maybe work on, on together because it's, it's not only toxicity against female streamers. I think at the end, the course is the same route. You know, It's people who are acting out of fear or are not, uh, um, have no self-confidence, you know? don't know how to communicate because nobody taught them, whatever it is. Um, reactions are always very similar. Um, what would you recommend? Now back to back to the females. Uh, ladies, what, what would you recommend? Like, uh, let's say a lady streamer is coming to you and say, like, I want to start streaming. How would you recommend them to construct their identity, to find their identity for their, because Many times you are not the same person exactly like when you stream, like when you're at home, right? You, you kind of have to separate it a little bit. So how would you help them to find their identity on stream um, so they, they feel like they have a safe space and gaming environment for themselves? Well, streaming you have to see as a job because it, it is a job. 
you have to see it as a job. And then second, you're doing something you love, which is gaming. Others may see it as a hobby. Yeah, it's a hobby, but it's something that you take like eight hours out of your, your day to do. So that's when the job comes in. But for me, how I am at home and how I am towards my friends and everything, it's how I am on stream. Like I'm not someone different. Mm-hmm. So if I, I would tell be them you. to be yourself, mm-hmm. be you and build a community you want to build. Like you're the leader. Um, don't let anything put you down. Like just be a warrior. That's what I say. A I Greek like goddess warrior. That's why I say to myself, <laughs> that's what you have to be like a Spartan. And like you're gaming and you're like, all right, nothing's going to put me down. Let's, let's just game. Let's have fun in the chat. We laugh. That's what I do. I laugh. I play. And that, that's it. You can't let Because if you're not having fun while you're streaming, while you're gaming, and then like, what's the point of doing it? Don't do it at all. Mm-hmm. I think for me would be what I mentioned earlier about setting those guidelines of what you do and don't allow. Like if you want your chat to be raunchy, that's cool. You know, allow that. If you don't want those kind of jokes in your chat, you know, make it known. If you want to be wholesome and, and family friendly, make it known. Like just kind of, I guess, establish your boundaries of what you do and don't want your stream to be. Um, like I would suggest not not going the raunchy way just to avoid problems in the future because you never know if you want to rebrand yourself. <laughs> and then later on, you're, you're like, oh, I can't. So that's just me personally. But just, you know, make sure that what you know your rules and set those rules and follow those rules of what you do and don't allow as far as behavior goes from from chat and community mm-hmm. um do you want to add anything to that scribble um i don't know don't, that was pretty have, huh you don't have to <laughs> <laughs> like that was pretty spot on um no no. <laughs> That's all good. That's uh, maybe something comes to your mind later. Yes. Um, let me see. Um, well, what changes? Like, imagine, imagine the future of gaming, like in a 10 years, 20 years, you know? What kind of change would you like to see? Where do you see? I mean, we are like nearly 50% ladies out of gaming, you know, these times. You know, it's, 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 there's not even in equality in point of how many female gamers are out there. Uh, the equality and uh, equality comes down if you look into the competitive side, right? And if and if you look into the content creator side. So how how would you like to see the future for female gamers and streamers? Um, I personally would like to see more girls get into tech and like software and technology hardware um because i feel like yeah we're streaming but then like if something happens to your machine it's like i gotta go get the guy to fix it it's like no you there you can do it they're just boxes with little components and you just figure out what they do and so i would just like to see have that more like comfortability of, of you know girls still thinking like computers is a boy thing like i 2021 we're still thinking that like come on like that's personally what i would like to see is just be seeing more girls get comfortable with hardware and technology and it's like we're on our phones all day that's a big piece of hardware right there that's in everyone's lives like she's gonna just keep building on that so i think i would like that just so that you know just gaming and, and being i don't know like doing techie stuff is more 
of a commonplace things for girl a commonplace thing for girls and we don't still feel like you know it's like oh well i it's hard and i don't know how to do it because it's like math and it's because it's like computers and it's because it's like other boy things you know it's like we let, that's what i want to see is just get get a little bit over that hump hopefully you know we'll see more more programmers and coders and developers and stuff that are that are female so that we feel more like part of the game process as opposed to just like you know, a game on my phone when my boyfriend's on his PlayStation. It's like, no, come on, girl, get into it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, I'll take that one step further because I've actually been thinking about that for a while now. Um, I myself am in, um, in the STEM field, and it's kind of frustrating not seeing more women in the STEM field because, like, especially, like, engineering and stuff, it's so male-dominated that when you end up going in there, like, guys are like, why did you want to become an engineer? why do you want to do this? Why do you want to do that? And it's like, cause I like it. Like I've been around it my entire life. I realized I like computers. I like coding. I like doing all this stuff. So why not major in it? And I think what we're lacking as a society right now is we don't push enough girls to be involved with technology from a young age. It's always guys. Like I think actually my boyfriend and I were having a conversation about this at, um, the other day that, we tend to push women into like a social concept of women should only be doing these types of things instead of like, okay, women can be anything just like guys can be anything. Like women should be able to be engineers or go into freaking cloud systems, anything they want to do, they should be able to do it as well. And we should stop trying to put this annotation, I guess, on society of girls girl things like you have to do this or you have to do that you should be able to get them involved with science and technology from a young age so they could decide exactly what they want to do but if they don't get that influence from a young age they're never going to be interested in it which is why so many women hate gaming because they don't understand why it's so much fun or why their boyfriends like being on console or playing with their friends and it's like there's a whole other level of community and friendship that you have with people when you're gaming. It's like a different level of communication as well. And it's fun. It's relaxing. I don't know. Sometimes the game will make me really angry, but I'm still having a lot of fun hanging out with my friends, <laughs> you know, and I feel like we don't put women or like girls in that position to actually enjoy games or be involved with technology. It's, it's interesting that you say that, guys. I can't find, unfortunately, I just had a look. I, I, I read a study tonight, today about um, this topic, and I can't find it no more. But there was this part in where they said um, they found out that um, girls who actually play video games are more interested also, like, in technology. Yep. So um, they, they, they help them. <laughs> I'm in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so this helps actually getting them more interested in technology, you know? Um, so, so girls should be, um, um, they'll have the option to play video games. And I think when it comes from, from home or maybe from the environment there, you know, they have around them, it's just not the normal, you know, like, like me myself, I, I was hiding that I am playing actually video games to my friends. I think, uh, well, most of my friends don't know still. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's, it's just something I was never, I never feel comfortable to share really. Like, you know, I mean, now I'm like 38, I'm a mom, you know, and I still play video games. It, it doesn't feel right. 
but why you know i ask this question i ask myself this question a lot of times why do i feel uncomfortable why do i have even to explain myself um it's it's so silly and i think at the end it's a stigmatization it's a stereotype i try to fit in you know like going to mom's meetings you know i would never go to a meeting with my in my kindergarten and tell them like hey by the way i'm missing i play video games and i like shooters you know it's like I would get this look, which doesn't make me feel comfortable. Um, and I think it's just probably we are at the beginning still of, of um, well, having a society which is open about that. And especially now where the gaming industry is booming, um, I think we need more support, or support you know. Um, yeah. well, what did you mean? Like Caesar said something. I think I missed the, missed the question again. Um, was there a question in the chat I missed? Help me out here quick. I'm trying to find it to see exactly what, like, mm. quote exactly. There was so many. Said. Yeah, there's a lot of good conversation in chat right now. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> I feel like reading out loud every, every one of these. You guys are amazing tonight, by the way, chat. Thank you so much for participating. I'm so sorry if I missed anything right now. We'll have a look. I would just uh, put up another question, Craig. Um, I think if we, if you look at toxicity, for example, on streaming, you can all, always see it and take ownership from different sites, right? You can take ownership as a streamer. You can take ownership as a participant, as a mod in the stream, right? How should people react when they're in stream? Like, how can they support you better as a streamer? What would you like to have? What would your, your dream supporters, participants in chat be? Somebody is bullying you. uh when someone's bullying you in chat um and he's a random i would say we could say that he's a random you have a whole community backing you up you, like your viewers your community backing you up mm -hmm. yeah so you will have to deal with it less because you built such a good a community that they will deal with your problem rather than you deal it with yourself. I don't mm -hmm. know if that, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> totally makes sense. Um, yeah. I have that happen a lot now. Like, I don't really have to worry if somebody comes in my chat and starts talking negatively. Usually someone will ask them a question and try to change their attitude before they give them a ban. Yeah. Um, but if they continue, then they just, they ban them for me, although they'll chase them out. And I don't even get to, like, I'll be in the middle of a match and it's really intense and I don't see what's happening for that few minutes. And I look back at the chat to talk to and respond to people and I see this huge conversation happen in that two minutes and this person got banned and I go back and I'm like looking why did this person get banned and I'm like oh okay, okay. yeah makes sense right? <laughs> yeah um I just I love having that tightness of a community and that support though of everybody going like hey you knock it off <laughs> like don't come in here and be negative this is a positive place we're going to keep it positive stop it and oh, i i hope we see we continue to see that and also like my community they'll like if i say something stupid they'll correct me they'll be like hey you shouldn't say that because of this and i'm like oh my god i didn't even know that i'm so sorry and help each other grow and be positive together yep like that's what i want to see out of our communities for in the future like i just want to see people help each other be better people 
and be less toxic because as you mentioned online is like this free-for-all it seems like and cyberbullying is just rampant and I wish they would do more about it I know here in the United States for a while there they talked about actually um, basically giving kids a record like finding them and making them do like therapy and all this stuff if they were cyberbullying kids and I thought it was a great idea but at the same time it's like they shouldn't have this on their record for the rest of their life but they need to use it as a teachable moment of why they shouldn't be doing that or why they shouldn't be toxic. But I just, I hope we can continue to be better and better and happier. I like when everyone's happy. I love going into a stream and seeing the broadcaster happy and laughing and the chat is just vibing off of it and continuing that conversation and laughing and just having a great time. Exactly. That's that's what I want to see. Yep. Um, I noticed that, um, when I would stream more, like repeatedly more, more, um, like on a schedule, you know, there was more of a chance of trolls coming in and my chat, my chat sassy and we would sass them right back. So yeah, it was a bit on the negative side, a bit on the toxic side, but that's, you know, we dealt with them pretty quickly and they would either like keep the banter going and they would actually like turn out to be okay or they would just leave right away. But, um. I noticed that since I took my break and I started streaming again, it's like the core community is coming back. So it's like, it's less viewers, but it's the good people that stuck around. So now mm -hmm. I don't even need mods. Well, I do I have mods, but I don't even need to like, you know, watch for that stuff because it just doesn't happen as often. When I was streaming like, you know, every day or at least a couple days a week, like there was more of a chance of just getting randoms who were bored and they see a girl streaming. So I'm gonna go troll her. But now it's like, it doesn't happen. It hasn't happened in a long time. And I'm really grateful for that. I don't know if there's just been like a, a small mental shift in viewers lately but just it's it's so good that i don't really feel like i have to fight against that recently in the games it, i still see it but in my chat with my with everyone who's chatting it's it's great everyone's everyone's amazing i love the chat <laughs> so you see a, a little change on on streamer side maybe not an in-game side is that's how i can understand it right yep mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's how i feel actually the same um, i can agree with that question in many servers, I see now this tab called uh, Love Letters. You know what I'm talking about, guys, right? Love Letters, it's basically everyone can post uh, in that tab if you got hate mail. And then everyone is laughing about it. And then, you know, people put likes. you never seen that? I see that in many, in many discords these days. And I was always thinking like... Um, Well, can we really just laugh about it or does it show a bigger problem or also like, um, um, I mean, can we actually help people to understand that, you know, can we, you react better to these messages, you know, I've got a lot of love letters. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. I actually, I actually didn't get a lot. I'm still disappointed. I used um, to get a ton. <laughs> <laughs> um so so my thinking is like um should we have these tabs and yes i mean that's uh, freedom of speech of course you know you can have whatever you want i'm just i'm just thinking out of a community perspective um if we have these tabs and you know we are proud these days to get hate mail i mean is it even a thing you should be proud of just asking <laughs> um i think honestly this is where it gets kind of like it's 
I don't think there's like one answer to answer that. I think it's like many different things that go into it. Um, but I know like it sounds so stupid, but sometimes when you have a really good player, you get that game where you have like 45 kills and two deaths and you're like, ah, I kicked butt, you know, and then you get that letter mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's calling you trash and all this stuff. And you're like, I just say, thank you. I've never said anything negative back. I just say, thank you because I'm happy because it's like, hey, I just had a really great game. You just had a good game, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just and stomped so, all over you. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I know you're mad because I would have been mad if that same thing happened to me. Like, I get it. But like, if, you, if we look at it at that kind of aspect, I don't think it's a, necessarily a bad thing. Like, mm -hmm. Maybe if we it's all like an achievement, averaging set, averaging storm set. Yeah. But at the same time, it can be extremely disrespectful if, you know, what if that person mm -hmm. is going through an extremely difficult time and then you're posting it online and you didn't know it was maybe one of your viewers and they see their love letter and that, that discussion board and they're like, mm -hmm. I got to get out of here. Like, mm -hmm. you know, they're having a bad day. They made the wrong decision to send a love letter. Mm -hmm. It's, it's still cyberbullying, whether we want to acknowledge or not. Um, and I mean, it's, it can be comedic, but I don't know how I feel about having an entire thread dedicated to that. It's one thing to bring it up. Like if you're on stream, you receive a message, you open it and you're like, oh, look, this guy's pissed. <laughs> like You kind of laugh it off and go on, but to post it and make it kind of like more of like a permanent thing, I guess, mm -hmm. technically it does, it can become permanent at that point because you're sharing it all over social media. Um, because some people take things from Discord and post it on like their Twitter, or Instagram, or something like that, yeah. comment further. I think at that point, sometimes it becomes more toxic instead of being innocent at that point. Um, yeah, I was gonna say it kind of goes back to like you're putting effort into doing this. You're putting like you you might not mean to be negative, but it's kind of a negative effort to do that. Like oh, I'm gonna dunk on them so hard. It's like you're just trying to feeding to someone without noticing. So yeah, it's just. I agree with that. It just kind of feels like you're two wrong, two, what is it? Two, uh, two lefts don't make a right or <laughs> two wrongs don't make yes. a right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Yeah. That's, that's what it feels like. Um, the most common sentence male, ma males, males, sounds so weird. Um, tell girl streamers when they start streaming us, just put a camera on smile and you're good to go. You have it so much easier than male streamers. What do you think about that? No, <laughs> we were actually chatting about this before we started the stream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I told the girls that I actually found a, an article that did some some stats about how like female streamers might get the views in the beginning, but like overall retention rates, like guys get what did, what did this article say? Like for every every concurrent viewership of twenty, the women gained two. Mm -hmm. So. So they might have been there for a while, but they didn't come back in that 60-day period. Two of them came back. The rest of them went to go watch the guy. <laughs> I, I can so, yeah, definitely please. believe in those stats. Like, it is so hard being, first and foremost, it is hard being a content creator, regardless of your, your gender. But it is so much harder. Like, I've experienced this personally over the years. It is so much harder for me to keep 
people in my chat or around in the community than it is for my male counterparts. Like somebody will go in there for the first time and then I'll go in there, you know, a few weeks later after things have calmed down with anything that I'm doing, I'll go back into my friend's channel and there's that person and they're still there. And I'm like, man, I wish I had people come in and like consistently stay like that. <laughs> like it's so hard. I feel like I have to put in much more effort to be, I guess, kind of like almost more entertaining. Cause sometimes my guy friends, like it's so easy. They just chat and everybody's like, Oh, like they just, they fawn over them. And they're like, it's like this brotherhood thing, I think is what it comes down to. It's like this mutual respect. Oh, it's another guy in the gaming industry. So I'm going to follow mm -hmm. him and listen to what he says about this game mm -hmm. more than the female counterpart. I feel like sometimes we get a little left out of the equation. We may know more or sometimes, you know, we're just better than some of our male counterparts, but yeah. we don't get the recognition as much as they do. So they'll come in and they'll hang out for a little while with like a raid but then they're like ghost, they're gone. You can't reach back to them. And I'll raid my guy friends and pretty much everyone that I've ever raided or like, or I've been raided sometimes like 20 people, five or six will say hi. And then I'll raid out to someone else a few hours later because of people will just like kind of stay there. And all of a sudden the chat blows up and I'm like, where was this? <laughs> why didn't you talk in my channel and then I get concerned that I'm just not being as entertaining and it's like what can I like what am I missing that they just naturally do I guess I don't know it's it's hard it's so hard being a female content creator mm -hmm. what are your experiences Keros I think you said something like you try to build up your viewership like for a long time before you were yes. where you're now. Um, it took me like, I'm not even joking, maybe four to five months to even get affiliated on Twitch because people would just not follow me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, am I doing something wrong? Am I not good at the game? Um, and I just kept grinding and then kept grinding and I'm slightly growing and it, it's amazing, but it, it's what Scribble says. It's it takes so much energy out of you when you stream every day because it's like you have to prove yourself that you are a good gamer. So that takes like such a toll on you every mm -hmm. day because you have to be entertaining. You have to be a girl, but like a male at the same time. So, and gaming and being good at the game at the same time. And it's very exhausting, but in the long run, sometimes like it's so worth it because I have such an amazing time in chat every day and it, it's great. I love it. Hmm. I can completely agree with that. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Gabby? Gabby? Sorry, I was making sure that I, I was I was following everybody. <laughs> um, well, Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really feel like. Do you think it's different? Like from your perspective as being an EA game changer, for example, and you have to compete with all the, I mean, there are like, how many EA game changers are there? They're probably like. Oh, there's, there's thousands at 90, this point. They're probably like 90% male, right? 10% ladies. 
Um, I know that a while back they made more of an effort to have more, more, more women in there, but I'm, I'm honestly at this point, I don't even know how many are in there, but I know there's like a couple thousand game changers in there. So I'm pretty sure they've done a good balance of it. Um, but it's, I think it, we're at a point with streaming where it's so saturated, where it, it's hard for everybody. Um, and I think I've had, uh, I know I've had some people ask me like, oh, can you get my kid? Can, you, can my kid watch over your shoulder so you can start streaming? And I'm like, no, <laughs> like I wouldn't let anyone's kid kind of get thrown into this, like right off the bat. Cause there's so much. And it's like, you have to, you know, have your own background skills and talents to stand out. And if, and if you don't do that, then it's, I, I think it's hard for everybody right now being a female. Um, I agree with the whole, like, it's, it's easy to get those views, but then they go away. Um, and I feel like you have to prove yourself more with your gameplay if you want to get that like acknowledgement and, and the follows and the subs. But honestly, I think right now it's, it's hard for everybody the way the streaming's going and it's, it's, it's getting saturated and, you know, you'll see people that are, they're, entertaining and they'll stream to two people for months and, and nothing happens whether they're male or female so i think yeah. right now it's just streaming is a bit saturated and if you've managed to get a community or if you can find a community to work with i would i would suggest that like focus i think maybe mm -hmm. less on like yourself and growing your own channel and see how you can help other people mm -hmm. or just that's that's how i've been looking at it lately like i've like i've been streaming on and off since 2015 so it's like i would say altogether i have maybe three years that i've streamed but the most fun has been like you know when i collaborate when i do podcasts like this so mm -hmm. i think i think for me like Likewise. just yeah finding finding something that you know actually is fun would be like a good step to to i don't know standing out for your streaming or kind of like setting your streaming apart but yeah, I think right now it's hard for everybody. <laughs> I, I I also feel like I really don't think because um, Scobie, you said that before, oh. like it's my gameplay good enough, right? I, I really don't think the magic behind being a good successful streamer is how good you are as a gamer. I think streaming, the most important thing at the very end is really entertaining. I mean, yes, there are players out there who are just really good and they are not much good and entertaining and they are successful. Yes, these dudes are out there too. Um, but but if you start small, I feel like most of the time what I don't see people doing is engagement with their viewers. Um, you know, yeah. being being themselves, like enjoy themselves. Like they are constantly, I feel like they're, they're, they're on this pressure, like, okay, I have one viewer, you know? Um, know what am i doing now whatever I, I just feel start doing your own thing um be yourself um look for the engagement when it's there take your time you know um and and this collaboration thing you said gary i think is also i think this is really like key right now just trying to find you know others maybe to play with um how can i help others you know what what can i give like i think you are a graphic designer right so is that something you help others with when you say you, you're helping or how, give me an example, actually, how you collaborate besides of doing the podcast tonight with me? Um, I, whenever I was streaming more often, I would do, um, like kind of graphics giveaways on my channel. And I was also doing, um, emote giveaways. So mm -hmm. it was just basic, like basic word emotes, like nothing to nothing illustrated, nothing too fancy. It's just like, if you wanted a word that said, hi, you know, mm -hmm. GG, something like that, I would uh, do them with channel points. You would have to, you know, actually spend the channel points, but it wasn't too much. And, um, 
just you know, I did a did a couple of those for people. I would do um, splash screens, so like uh, offline screens whenever your your channel's offline, or, or desktop wallpapers, or uh, graphics for like YouTube's and and um, social medias. I would do some of those too, and I still have that option on on my channel. It's just it's been a while since I uh, I've been on consistently streaming, so I haven't done too many in a while, um, but. Yeah, with this break, I haven't really been doing much other than just trying to, you know, share um, going live messages on Twitter or um, trying to join podcasts or talking to people that I, 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 I know or I talk to on Twitter, but don't actually um, like collaborate with. So it's been it's been kind of a hiatus, but that's, you know, something that I'm, I'm going to work on for this year is I want to engage with my community more because I started when I, I did a short stream yesterday and they're like, we miss you. And I'm like, I miss you guys too. So, you know, it's, it's time to get back on it. So I'm definitely going to start doing that again, love. For the channel, mm -hmm. having the, the, the emotes and all that. And um, especially for, you know, people are just start they barely, they barely got affiliated and they maybe don't have the the resources to, to pay 50 bucks for, for a set of emotes. So like, I'll just, if you just want to emote says GG, I'll make you a nice quick little emote that says GG <laughs> for, for 900 channel points. <laughs> I will come back to that once we have actually decided if we accept our affiliate status here. Um, cool. <laughs> um, one, one more thing. Let's talk about something really difficult. E-girls. Do you think um, e-girls in a way affected how males see us as game girls and streamers or how they do they attach us with these is there any connection also chat please especially to the males here in chat have you ever thought like the isl connection with e-girls and with your good girl gamers and do you think it affect affects kind of um like in point of sexual harassment which happens you know sometimes do you think people are just confused I think, unfortunately, we all kind of get grouped together. Um, I know so many content creators here on Twitch that are not about being an e-girl. <laughs> um, and we just kind of get clustered together, unfortunately. But in general, like, there's no connection between gamer girls and e-girls, I don't think. Like, usually most people can identify if someone is just on the platform to try and make money off of like their private um, like OnlyFans and things like that, you can tell right away because you can tell if somebody's a legit gamer because people who love video games, you could tell they love video games. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, like it's almost like an I an identifier. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's a What's radar for us. Like <laughs> um, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> um, but well, yeah, guys, no. Uh, explain quick what an ego is, please. Chris doesn't oh know what God. an ego is. Uh, You're not talking about porno here. No. <laughs> no. Um, okay. Uh, well, I guess my, I guess definition of what an e-girl is is. I see booby streamer. Yes. Huh. Booby streamer. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, they're not really around for the gaming. They're just kind of doing it for the attention, not so much for the community and being a part of the platform and, and sharing their love for gaming and stuff with each other. It's more of like, a, hey, streamers. look at me and look what I got. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Well, you can say they're doing it more for the money. Um, Because every time I see e-girls, it's always about um, like um, an X amount of subs to dance. Um, I want to go traveling. I want this money. I want a laptop that's Mm $3,000. Like what kind of laptop do you want that's (laughs) $3,000? So they're more about selling themselves through their image um, to get money. So maybe there's a lot of uh, male gamers that would think us girls that game are like that, but it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just saying um, if there, I, I don't think there's a connection really um, as well, but um, I think we are, it's, it's a very sensitive thing to say. Like, for example, I think we as girls, we think more than than boys about how we dress ourselves tonight for the stream, right? Like if I'm a guy, you know, I put a shirt on, whatever is cool, you know, and I'm good to go. But I'm, you know, I'm looking like, you know, is my is my dress too short, you know? Uh, you know how we are definitely thinking about how do I look? And I think we look we think about more of this because there are girls like e-girls out there because we don't want to we don't want to put into that same box. You know, we want to be ourselves, but at the very end, we want to, we want to see, we want you guys to see us as where you see us, you know, right now. So I, I think it has an effect, maybe not an obvious effect to you guys, how you see us. Um, but it, I think it has an effect on, on us girls um, in the way that we think about, please don't put us in that corner. And, and I think the fact that there is a corner to put us in could be a problem. Um, I have no solution for that. I'm, the only thing I have right now is these weird thoughts I try to put together, you know, so don't hit me. <laughs> um, well, we were talking about this before stream too. I was saying like, before I get on every stream, if I have my camera on, I'm so self-conscious about what I wear. like. The, the shirts I usually wear are like v-neck shirts because they're just so comfortable for me because I hate when a shirt comes up too high because it makes me feel like I'm like slowly being choked by a really weak person or something but <laughs> I just like I hate it and so I usually wear like v-neck or like lower dipped shirts but I also have a larger chest so I have to be very aware of what I'm wearing because sometimes you know my shirt will go down a little bit and that, that worries me so much when I'm broadcasting because I don't want to be mistaken for somebody who's just trying to make money off of like my cleavage or something. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm trying to do at all. And I've had this conversation so many times with my friends and stuff about, they're like, oh, well, you know, this person is just being smart. They're capitalizing off a different type of gaming or broadcasting. And I'm like, okay, like I can understand that point, but at the same time, that's all you think about as a female streamer. Um, if you're wearing anything, like you just don't want to be thought of as you don't want people to come in, automatically look at you, see some form of cleavage or something that looks risky or something, and then just automatically categorized and they leave immediately instead of staying and seeing what kind of content creation you have to offer. Yeah. Um, it's so difficult. Um, 
I I don't dress as comfortable as I would like when I stream mm -hmm. <laughs> because I don't want to come off the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And it does take a mental toll because anytime I'm on camera when I'm streaming, I constantly like look at my image on the stream to make sure that I don't like my shirt's not hanging down or I like look inconspicuous or like just like it's so draining sometimes by the time I get off broadcast, I'm like, I'm not using my camera tomorrow. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's kind of frustrating, honestly, having to worry about that because I know my guy friends don't worry about it. No. wear whatever the heck they want no. they don't have to worry it's just uh, you know we kind of put this um, I'm trying to think of the word I can't think of it right now brain's not working um, hey it's not late I guess like a pressure <laughs> for, Yeah, <laughs> we kind of put this like pressure on ourselves that we really shouldn't but because we don't want to be thought of a certain way we jump through hoops to make sure that nobody in any way can think about that. I don't, it's, it's hard to I, explain. <laughs> I think at the very end, this is also part of being unfuckwithable, like uh, a vegging st um, um, storm said here, like she's overthinking a lot, you know, do I dress too modest, you know, too sexy. And I think it's the same thing at the end, like, you know, just be yourself. And if you feel like, oh, you want to wear something sexy and you feel like it, you know, you should, I, th I think my opinion. Okay. Nobody rock has to it. share that. <laughs> just, you know, just rock it, you know, enjoy be yourself. And uh, when that means, you know, wear a sexy dress for yourself. Where would said here, bacon dress. Uh, <laughs> you, you can be, you can be happy. Not in my stream In my stream. Nobody, <laughs> nobody can talk about food. I'm always getting hungry. <laughs> He's always talking about bacon. It's amazing. <laughs> I actually wanted to ask, like, whose friend is that? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, girls should just wear whatever they want to. Who are we to judge? Yeah. Yeah, I feel, I feel so too. Also, I mean, we have these words on Twitch where you can dress whatever you want. I mean, it's not like you can go naked. So, um, I mean, what's the point, right? Got to follow that dress code. <laughs> gotta follow that dress code right i mean not that yeah. i would go naked um <laughs> but it's but it's very interesting and i think um i think um everyone should you know you do you whatever that means right um guys do you have any questions by the way in chat um j just bring it to the lady streamers here or to me whatever uh just bring it up because we will probably end at the next 30 minutes or so, depending. So I just give you some heads up up front. If you have any questions left, just shoot it in the chat. That's true, Nick. It was a girl streamer who wore a bikini and it was a yeah. lot because she was a kitty pool with a bit of water. If they're yeah. around water, either it's like um, a blow up, like mini pool or a beach, they're totally allowed to wear a bikini. Otherwise they are not allowed to wear a bikini so weird interesting so many arbitrary rules too that twitch has when it comes to enforcing some of these things yeah yeah and you have to think there are sixth graders that are watching this stuff right mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. true true did we have did we miss anything when it comes down to toxicity ladies here uh did, did we miss anything 
in point of toxicity against female streamers, do you have any stories left to bring up or where we can learn from each other? Um, honestly, I think just in general, female gamers, we need to be nicer to each other because I run into so many women in public, like, um, chats and stuff like that. And sometimes That's they're point, really yeah. mean. And it's like, mm -hmm. whoa, like, we could have been friends. <laughs> like, I would love more female gamers to game with. But as soon as I said something, you immediately turned around and attacked me because that was an immediate threat to you, apparently. And it's like, I don't mean anything bad. I just want to be your friend. <laughs> like, because I always get excited when I hear other female gamers because you don't really run into them that often. Mm -hmm. Like, most girls don't have their comms on in public matches because we deal with a lot of toxicity. But when they do have it on, it's just frustrating whenever they immediately go on, like, the defense. Like, they had to act like one of the boys and kind of contribute to the toxicity. And it's like, come on. Like, we, that, we need more support. Yeah. That's a good point, actually. Did you have, guys, here, Gabby and Kevin, do, do you have any experience with toxic uh, lady gamers? Um, well, what I was going to say is that, like, it's kind of sad that we've been conditioned i guess kind of growing up a little bit to like to slike other girls for whatever reason i feel like that's a generational thing i think we're all about within a certain age range here and it feels like it was always about you know girls being mean to other girls and oh i'm not like the other girls i, I only have guy friends because girls are too complicated it's like we're not we're not that complicated it's we were just making up all these nonsense stories and, and just being mean to other girls for no reason and i feel like that's like that's what makes me sad is like we're, we're we're kind of like working against something that's been ingrained into our mind for a couple of years so it's just like just just be chill mm -hmm. like you have no reason to immediately hate someone unless like they insult you and your dog like maybe but other than that just be cool with everybody you know like it's so much mm -hmm. more easier to just say mm -hmm. hi than than swear at someone <laughs> yeah. right oh i'm really for sure like uh, Galatron here asked, like, um, do you think that just in general, people being toxic towards females or girls in gaming has gotten better or not really? I think I have to pass forward the question to you guys because I feel like I'm, I'm not sure if I'm long enough in this, in this game, actually. Um, um, I never I experienced think... it really that bad, to be honest. Like, personally, you know, I never got that much hate besides in, in the comp scene. Yeah. Um, I think it comes in waves. It's kind of weird. It seems like sometimes society is, like, really negative as a group. Like, I've run into it, and it's just, like, a group of people tend, like... There's been months where I've run into really toxic people, and then all of a sudden, it's nothing but nice people. And it's like... What's happening? <laughs> you don't know what to think when you're getting on every day. You're like, is today going to be a good day and everyone's going to be happy and we're all going to get along? Or is today mm -hmm. going to be one of those days where everyone's just pissed off and angry and they're going to take it out on you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. And I don't know. I. It's so hard to pinpoint kind of what's causing it um, or why it is the way it is. I think it's just... I think social media honestly has a huge part to play in it. Um, people are easily influenced online. So if somebody's being negative about a certain topic, it definitely spreads super fast. And then okay. somebody can turn around and say something positive and then positivity will spread. And I think that's why there's like ups and downs. Like, it's like a roller coaster, <laughs> but it never ends. 
<laughs> How about we need more role models, like more male influencers who, who actually also look more for playing with female, maybe streamers, content creators, um, to build up this normal sense of environment. Mm -hmm. You think this is missing, guys? I can agree. Like in some aspects, it is missing definitely. Like I've come across a lot of male streamers who don't promote their female friends who broadcast or game. And then we have yeah. people like Steve who promote everyone and who just loves everyone and mm -hmm. you know doesn't care. He's just all about helping everyone become friends and grow together and be happy. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know exactly how to. No, no, no. I'm, 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 all, I'm also thinking about it right now. I, I just, I just thought, like, I mean, if we, if we try to build up communities, you know, from scratch with young people, why not also building up the content creation thing? You know, the role models where at, at the end, you know, everybody is looking up to to build um, gaming environments where where behavior is normal, you know, like where where civilized behavior is normal and accepted. Um, Caesar had another question like Missy, um, my question to you guys, does competitive clans in your opinion induce the toxicity more than casuals? I don't know how much experience you guys have with the comp scene here. Uh, Gabby, do you have any experience with competitive or scoreball? I was just casual on Battlefield forever. I mean, I had my clan that I run with, but nothing competitive. Mm -hmm. I used to be competitive. Sorry, my eye itches. On Modern Warfare 2, um, I got into MLG and stuff like that. And wow, it was definitely toxic. <laughs> um, a lot of the competitive people were like oh you're a girl you're not that good it's been proven that guys are better at video games and it's like well you know some of us are good at it <laughs> you know mm -hmm. and it's the competitive scene is just so so very toxic um i had to agree with avenging storm like it's it's worse when you get in to the competitive side you're treated like these this complete and utter outcast like I've been scoffed at, um, and especially whenever I was the leader of my old MLG clan, mm -hmm. it was even worse then because oh. I was like, "Give me an example. Oh. Give me an example. Let's say uh, you played a match and you lost. What happened then?" Oh my God! Oh, you're a girl. That's why you can't be in competitive. You're trash. Girls can't play as good as guys. You guys mm -hmm. have no business playing competitively. You're mm -hmm. not as fast as us. Mm -hmm. And it's like, come on. Maybe I just had a bad day. Mm -hmm. Everyone has bad days in gaming. Mm -hmm. it just happened to be that day. Doesn't mm -hmm. mean I'm bad at the game. Okay, other question quick. Um, this is trash talk, right? And if you were not a girl and the same trash talk hits, hits guys as well, I'm pretty sure. You know, you guys suck, whatever. Um, is it, then it's not sexism anymore. It's just trash talk, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So my my question is that I think trash talk kind kinds of is is just part of being of the competitive scene. Um and I think it will be always there because as soon as the ego 
um, is involved in the game and the ego comes in when you're competitive. The ego, ego doesn't get triggered so easily when you're just playing a casual game, right? So, so I think these kinds of behaviors definitely will be there. And it is inducing to answer the question, Cesar. I think yes. And, and then again, um, I think there should be the question, what can we do against it? You know, what's the next step? And right now, with technology and everything, it's so easy these days to, to say, like, um, let's, let's open a league, you know? Remember Battlefield Five when um, the service wouldn't come, then the service would come whatsoever, but uh, there was no, there was no like um, serious esports league anymore around. So every every one of these small clans, you know, were building their small uh, leagues and doing their own things. And I think that, that was also the time when toxicity actually got worse than before, because it is easy to make up a league, you know, to build a league, but it's very hard actually um, to lead these leagues. And and this is maybe this is maybe something where we could actually work with uh, even like EA maybe and Dice more together, like what Gabby said um, about this uh, platform, right? And I think this is a big part of it. Like I think uh, communities leaders should be able to work actually with game, you know, like game developer companies together more to find ways. Um, how they can build these things, um, but do it in a way where it's less toxic. I don't know. The, this would be my suggestion. I, I have no idea if that would work. I think generic must come from the majority of the communities, so say it's not right. Oh, yes, but they need to know how to react and what to do, right? And there we go again. And there we go again, because you can't not, you cannot expect from every single person to to know what to do, what's right. It's something you have to learn. True. It's something you have to learn. Um, also, like, I, I mean, Caesar, think about it. The day is 24 hours, right? Don't you have very often the problem, like, you know, you go to work, I know you, you, you work a lot. So you go to work, you know, you see like hundreds of discourse messages, what's going on. And then you're two hours online in the night or whatever. You have your two hours to play, but the other 22 hours of the day, you know, all the shit is happening in the background and you can't do nothing about it or you just hear stories and you weren't there. So this happens so much. You have no real influence at the end as a leader to everything what is happening in your platoon or community. So what you need is a strong leadership. And there are so many messages. I can't even follow them. <laughs> yeah. but i hope you understand what i mean i i mean i'm thinking a lot about this so over the years and it's it's just a really tough job these days i think it's a uh, generational thing too my 15 year old who plays with us most nights and and slays i wouldn't want her to get into calm just wanted to in the bubble as i how yeah how toxic comp is well i don't know maybe comp is changing as well chris i mean look as as stupid as as it is you know what we see these days in that video you know these matches match um you know messages toxicity i don't think it's also like we have to deal it with like 90 percent of the time we are gaming or or do you feel like it's it's like that do you feel like we have 90 percent of the time we are actually playing this female game it's toxicity is around us I mean, that's very sad, right? Or how yeah. do you feel like, how do you feel like, could you give a percentage? 
I think it's maybe closer to like 10 to 15% of the time. It's yeah. not that common anymore. It was yeah. really bad a few years ago. It was definitely more potent. Um, mm-hmm. But I think because of Twitch and other um, streamers and stuff kind of bringing up the toxicity of it and how it's affecting not only streamers, but just gamers on the platform in general and their mental well-being. I think that's played a big role in it. But there are definitely the, those nights where it's just like nothing but toxicity. <laughs> Any game, like every single match, just that toxic person. Another one, another one, and another one. And it's like, okay, maybe tonight's just not the night for multiplayer games. Let's go to something solo. Yeah, these aren't jokes. No, absolutely. No, absolutely. I mean, I think I, I read a number or something that like, um, I think it was something like female usernames report receiving threatening or sexually explicit private messages 24, 25 times more often than those with male or ambiguous usernames. Oh, that's, uh, I mean, that's quite a number, you know, 25 times more is, is definitely some, uh, something. Yeah, that's a pretty big multipli- multiplier there. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, um, go ahead. No, no, sorry. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Go ahead. <laughs> no, um, no, I was just thinking about like, <sighs> hold on. I got to put it together. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> I need a minute. Go no ahead. Worries. I go ahead. <laughs> Wait, uh, Lady Cameras, do you have anything to add? Um, I think you were gone, actually, when we started talking about it. It was actually, you don't have experience with the comp scene, right? Or did you ever play competitive? I played competitive, but only in Battlefield. So, like I said, they didn't know I was a female, except my um, squad mates that were in, or the clan mates that we were in the competitive scene. So, yeah, I didn't have that toxic stuff going on i have more toxic stuff going on as as people would come into my Mm -hmm. chat rather than in game because like i said people don't know that i'm a female in game Mm -hmm. they they were accusing avenging storm of not being strong enough to handle the community they made me feel worse and weaker than them for having fears and feelings well, that's also the thing. I feel like I have another question, actually, and it's totally maybe a little bit off topic about feelings and, and, and fears. I feel there's another type of gamers, of male gamers who are coming in my stream sometimes, and it's it's like they see a female gamer, and it feels like this, this mummy connection, and I can just tell you everything about my problems. True. You have that sometimes, too? Yeah. Yeah. And it makes me feel weird. You know what I mean? I don't mind, actually. I don't mind either. But sometimes it makes me feel weird. Like I feel used is maybe the wrong word. But um, it's like, if it's random guys, I'm talking about random people, Mm -hmm. people I've never seen before, you know, like, uh, I don't know, weird. 
I was what actually, I would do, um, oh, sorry. You oh, no, sorry, I was gonna say, I was actually reading about this kind of interaction and it's called parasocial interaction. Like when people get too attached to a celebrity or TV personality or something like that, they feel like they're their friend and they're part of that. So not to say that everyone has this, but there is like that like documented phenomena of people seeing you and thinking that you're immediately best friends and they can message you at any time of the day and you know have you on discord at a moment's notice and and it is weird um and i mean both guys and girls get this you get the weirdos messaging you but obviously with girls we get it a little bit more so yeah i actually did do a little bit of reading about this where it's like you know people do just open up to you and then they just they 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 don't know where those boundaries start and end you know and i get it can mm -hmm. get can get weird <laughs> it can get weird right mm -hmm. very and i think online actually has a lot to play with that too i feel like a lot of people are sometimes they like when you're in person with somebody you're not just going to open up to somebody that's brand new to you because you just met them and it would be really yeah. awkward but a lot of people do it from the computer like behind a screen and have mm -hmm. no worry about anything they say and I think that's what's weird about it because <laughs> mm -hmm. it's like, okay, I just met you and you're telling me all this stuff, but I don't want to be rude because this is concerning. But at the it same is. time, it's like, how do I handle this? I don't know you. So I can't really give you mm -hmm. the support you're looking for. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, it's definitely, definitely. odd. So. So here's the last thought, guys, because uh, I I'm, um, think we are about to get to an end. So just saying, I'll give you a warning, guys, in chat. We are about to get to the end. So if you have any last question, you have to shoot it now. Um, here's the last thought. What if people started thinking about the effect on victims' mental health before they make the decision to abuse, bully, or rape? Well, whatever they do, you know, like women in games, Women in entertainment, I just try to make an overall topic about this. What about if we get more awareness about, think about what you say, how it affects other people? What kind of instrument could we build? How to get people more to think? Like, what can we do? How can we make people more think about that? Taking ownership for their actions, basically. Um, kind In a of. a more sensitive way. I've seen more and more people, um, especially on like social media, like Twitter, if somebody says something, um, someone will take it and kind of blow it up online, which isn't honestly the best approach to it. But sometimes depending on the person, it is the only way for them to realize that their actions actually are very negative or what they're saying is just very negative and um, calling each other out. like. I'm not scared anymore to call someone out, even if I've been friends with them for a long time or if it's another streamer, I'll just kind of say, hey, that's not okay. And explain why it's not okay. And I don't care if they ban me at that point, like it's their stream, they can do what they want. Um, mm -hmm. But I think if we just bring more attention to why we shouldn't be doing these things as a community, we'll probably see less of it because then it's going to make more people feel um, sorry. I lost my train of thought. It's going to make people feel um, good. Don't worry. Oh God. What's the word I'm looking for? 
Um, just more aware of what they're talking about and how they're being yeah, in general. Yeah. Um, it's crazy how much social media can influence a lot of people at once. Maybe like a movement type thing and, you know, let's end toxicity on Twitch type thing and make a hashtag and everybody kind of promote it type thing. Mm-hmm. Everything spreads like wildflower, wildflower, wildfire on social media. Mm-hmm. And uh, to try and make like a uh, an active, positive cause and promote that might help, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, maybe absolutely. I like that. What are your thoughts, girls? Um, I feel like like I, I acknowledge and I like all of these initiatives that people try to do, like stop bullying and you know, they'll make a campaign. But I feel like that's kind of easily like ignored and left off by a lot of these people that actually need to be paying attention to that. So I feel like like this isn't really a solution, more of an opinion, but I feel like sometimes in the way that we word things and how we choose to approach it, like instead of saying, hey, let's stop bullying, why don't we like, you know, do a forum for people to talk about their why they're so upset or something like not that specifically but you know but like when you frame it maybe a little bit differently then people might be more um open to to maybe change something they didn't realize it needed to be changed and i just feel like this is just me looking at it from like a marketing perspective that's you know part of what i did so i'm just thinking well instead of saying let's stop bullying let's end bullying why don't we switch it to like why don't you come hang out with us for an hour today and we can just talk it out? Like, you know, kind of just frame it a little bit differently. So I just feel like sometimes in the way that we approach things, like the language that we use has a lot to do with it. Like, you know, there's like, even the even a female gamer or girl gamer is so loaded. You know, sometimes I think like maybe if we kind of just start with like our words and how we start framing things like that, that could help. But I don't know. I it's There's a lot of changes that we need to happen on lots of different scales for any of anything to actually happen so if we can start something small like i said maybe just words then that could that could help but this is it's so it's such a big topic to tackle you know where it's like we can only we can only speculate and do what we can and hopefully we can help someone out along the way Mm -hmm. lady caros any last words about that they basically said everything i don't no it's good have something else to say yeah um do you have any last message, ladies, to to the ladies out there, to the guys out there? Anything you know which comes into your mind, um, which you think like this is something you always wanted to say? I want to say thank uh, you to everyone who calls it out or is just a decent person to begin with. Like I see a lot of people in the chat saying like, it's it's crappy that people act like this. So to all of you that know it and acknowledge it, thank you for being a good person. Mm -hmm. exactly Exactly. definitely definitely um well if you good to go ladies let us um let's make sure everyone in the chat knows you and finds you uh give me a second why did i what happened here (laughs) i switched my my twist stream there we go um Joe, can you just uh, put in the links again of the ladies, please? What did I miss at all? I think I might see them in there. Okay, I missed them. Um, alrighty, guys, we will come to an end here. Um, thank you so much all for being here in the chat. Thank you, ladies, so much for joining me tonight. 
It was um, a pleasure. I'm for having I'm, us. <laughs> the honor was mine. I'm pretty sure this is not the last time we talked about this and in, in, in this way or in, um, in another way. Um, because I think there's always, you know, different perspectives from people, um, different solutions, and maybe we can find something where we can help as gamers who care to make uh, the gaming, you know, the so gaming society better to improve stuff, maybe to help you guys here as community leaders, um, as for example, Caesar here. Uh, Caesar, we will catch up definitely the next two weeks and, and see what we can do. Um, Really, so much love here into the chat, guys. If you want to follow us, by the way, you can find us on all, mostly all social media platforms. You can find us on YouTube, on yeah, on Twitch, of course, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything under Gamers We Care. Um, you can join also our Discord. Um, we are always open for you know suggestions to improve our streams, to improve what we are doing. Um, just let us know. We are really open for that. I mean, it's not like we are perfect. Uh, we just lo love to to find ways to improve, you know, all of your lives, guys. And thank you so much for helping us. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, thanks for the followers. Thanks for the followers, by the way. We got a few new followers today in Streamy. I saw. Thank you so much, guys. Much appreciated. Don't forget to follow these amazing ladies here: <laughs> Gabby Tron, Squirrel Ninja, Lady Cameras from Greece. So make sure all four guys here. Damn, forget. I hope you had a great podcast too. She was in a podcast today. I hope you had a great time. Uh, we will wait now and share the.